I am so excited about today's episode because on today's episode, we are going to talk a little bit about wargaming tactics. Now, this tactic is actually how to play nice with your competitors so you can benefit. And playing nice with your competitors will actually probably let you benefit more than if you were to go head to head with your competitor. So this is what I mean. This strategy is something that I actually learned in my poker days when I used to play poker. And it it goes like this. If I'm sitting at a big table, let's say like a, a 10 person table, that's a lot of different people to track. And if I'm trying to read every single person and I'm not taking any notes and I'm just trying to do this all mentally, it's really difficult. So what my first strategy is whenever I sit at a poker table is I first look at who has the biggest stack, who has the most amount of chips. Once I identify that, I watch how they play. I try to read them. I stop focusing on all the other people on the table and I just focus on that person. And my whole idea is I want to use that person to defeat everyone at that table. So he's doing all the thinking for me. And my only job, because I know that the other people at the table are amateurs compared to this person, my only job is to only beat this person. But beating this person, competing with this person doesn't mean competing with him immediately. For the first portion of the game, I will let this person beat essentially all the other people at the table and I'll wait and I'll watch and when it's my opportunity and I know that there's a way that I can get all of his chips then I'll go big and hopefully I go home pretty big so that's how I use it in poker where I'm not playing against every single person at the table and I'm not even trying to play against this person I'm just waiting until there's an opportunity and I might even help this person rack up his chips because it, it takes so much less focus for me, so much less energy for me just to focus on this one person and just wait for my turn than it does on trying to battle every single person at this table. I actually use this principle in like some backyard national geographic type stuff. So I'll explain that in a minute. For those that don't know, I have a very small dog that travels with me everywhere we go. She's been to over probably, I don't know, um, countless cities i can't even think definitely 30 50 flights and this one time in merida mexico we stayed at this airbnb for a couple months and in merida mexico they have all these iguanas running around they call them mexican chickens but there's like a lot of iguanas running around and surprisingly these iguanas they actually poop bigger than my dog rari does rari she's like really tiny but these iguanas their poops are bigger than rari's And these iguanas would poop all the time on my patio. It was disgusting. We had iguanas all over our our yard. And Rari spent a good amount of time hunting these iguanas down. It's pretty fun to see. If you're ever on TikTok and you go to like Rari My Love on her TikTok, you can see some of these videos of Rari hunting these iguanas. However, there was this one iguana that was huge. It was like the biggest iguana I've probably ever seen. And it was scary. I did not want Rari anywhere near this iguana because I didn't think, first of all, I've seen this iguana fight other iguanas and this iguana can hold its ground and it was definitely not going to let Rari chase it away. 
So I made sure Rari never got close to this iguana. And the cool thing of, about this iguana is the iguana actually gave us our space as well. This huge iguana never came onto our patio. It never took a poop on our patio. It actually stayed on this perimeter wall. And what this big iguana would do actually is anytime one of these iguanas would jump down from the trees onto the wall, the big iguana would scare these iguanas away. So these little iguanas that were getting into the yard, they wouldn't get into the yard anymore all because of this big iguana. So instead of battling like 20 iguanas, just by leaving this one big iguana alone, I let this big iguana handle all the competition for me. Now, how does that apply to business? So Apple actually has a big iguana and Apple's big iguana is Google. So Google actually pays Apple eight to $12 billion a year to be the default search engine on Safari. Why does Apple do that? Apple is actually in the game of search as well. Apple is trying to do voice search with Siri and it has you know similar voice search products just like Google does. However, Google is Apple's big iguana and what Google does for Apple is Google is competing with all these other web search engines and Apple doesn't have to do that. Apple can only focus on Google and when the time is right, then Apple will definitely strike and want to take away that voice search or any kind of search revenue away from Google. But at least at this time, Apple's profiting from it. Apple's allowing Google to take care of all the competition. Google is Apple's big iguana. And in fact, that this relationship is actually so unfair that the US justice system is now suing both Apple and Google for this relationship because they're saying that it's not good for competition. And they're exactly right, it's not good for competition. They're helping each other essentially pad their bank accounts. And instead of having a very competitive market, they are able to help each other grow monopolies. And then sometime in the future, you will probably see a split in that monopoly and Apple will strike whenever it finds a time. But for now, Google is Apple's big iguana and Apple is not going to compete with all these web search entities. They're just going to let Google do its thing and they're going to help build Google up and they're working together. And let's see if it flies. Um, the justice system saying that this is not fair for competition within the web search arena and they might actually break up this relationship, which is why you should be paying attention to this relationship, right? It works. Google is Apple's big iguana and they are able to war game in this kind of situation where it helps benefit them. Who is your big iguana? Let me know. Send me an email to robin at robincopernicus.com or send me a DM on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. And boom, bam, I'm out. Hey, so if you're a 6% entrepreneur, here are four ways that I can help you right now. One, hit that subscribe button and the bell so you can always stay up to date on the latest marketing strategies and tactics from this podcast. Two, find out how much of a natural born entrepreneur you are by taking the visionary quiz at robin.ws forward slash quiz. Three, join the Visionaries Facebook group at robin.ws forward slash group. And finally, four, if you want to join the first startup accelerator that helps you skip investor funding, then go ahead and book a call with me at robin.ws forward slash call.